First Baptist Athens offers this podcast of devotions for Lent. Today's devotion is offered by Elizabeth Marston. It is based on the story in Genesis 21, 8-21, when Hagar and Ishmael are sent away. The scripture is read from the Common English Bible. The devotion begins with music provided by Sarah Delbane, playing What Wondrous Love Is This Arranged for Flute. Lay aside everything else for the next few minutes. Allow the music to settle your soul, making space to listen for God. The boy grew and stopped nursing. On the day he stopped nursing, Abraham prepared a huge banquet. Sarah saw Hagar's son laughing, the one Hagar the Egyptian had borne to Abraham. She said to Abraham, Send this servant away with her son. This servant's son won't share the inheritance with my son, Isaac. This upset Abraham terribly because the boy was his son. God said to Abram, Don't be upset about the boy and your servant. Do everything Sarah tells you to do, because your descendants will be traced through Isaac. But I will make of your servant's son a great nation too, because he is also your descendant. Abraham got up early in the morning, took some bread and a flask of water, and gave it to Hagar. He put the boy on her shoulder sling and sent her away. She left and wandered through the desert near Beersheba. Finally, the water in the flask ran out, and she put the boy down under one of the desert shrubs. She walked away from him, about as far as a bow shot, and sat down, telling herself, I can't bear to see the boy die. She sat at a distance, cried out in grief, and wept. God heard the boy's cries, and God's messenger called to Hagar from heaven and said to her, Hagar, what's wrong? Don't be afraid. 
God has heard the boy's cries over there. Get up, pick up the boy, and take him by the hand, because I will make of him a great nation. Then God opened her eyes, and she saw well. She went over, filled the water flask, and gave the boy a drink. God remained with the boy. He grew up, lived in the desert, and became an expert archer. He lived in the Paran Desert, and his mother found him an Egyptian wife. The scripture today begins with a big family celebration, but how quickly the mood shifts. Painful memories bubble up, and as a result, Hagar is forced out of her community with her son Ishmael. She wanders with him through the wilderness until all water and hope has dried up. In her grief, she separates herself from her beloved son in a desperate attempt to avoid witnessing his death. Alone, she wails. Despair and isolation, they go hand in hand, don't they? The more isolated we feel, the more despair sets in. The more despair we feel, the more we isolate ourselves. No matter which comes first, they feed each other in a lonely spiral of hopelessness. Grief, depression, anger, fear, all serve as disconnecting forces. Despair lies to us telling us that no one can understand, no one cares. It tells us we deserve to be alone, we're unworthy of love. But again, despair is a liar. Truth comes to Hagar in the form of a messenger from God, an angel. The angel says those words we hear over and over again, do not fear. Luckily, the angel doesn't stop with that, but gives directions. Hagar is to take the child by the hand, As mother and child regain touch and connection, her eyes are opened and a well appears. She immediately gives the boy a drink of the water and their connection remains throughout the rest of the story. It is through connection with the angel and with her child that Hagar's eyes are opened and her despair dissolves into hope. Connection is the enemy of despair. It's been a difficult year for connection and a year full of despair. Connection is hard in a pandemic. Physical distance is necessary for health and well-being. So the ways we naturally connect with others, work, school, church, have been disrupted and made much more difficult in so many ways. For many, isolation has become the default. During this season of Lent, I encourage you to first acknowledge your own feelings of sadness, fear, anger, or despair. As you acknowledge them, use their presence as a sign to connect with someone else. Connection doesn't have to mean sharing all your details. Just admitting out loud that life is hard can be freeing. And if you're able, pay attention to those around you. Ask questions. Be willing to hear the answers and be open to seeing the despair of others, especially those who might seem withdrawn. Even a small moment of connection can soothe the wounds of isolation and illuminate the darkness of despair. God of love, strengthen us to seek connection when we are despairing and allow us to see struggle in others so that we may help wipe their tears. Amen. Mm -hmm.